Welcome back to Machine Learning. Um, this week I'll be talking about NumPy and Pandas. The These two, NumPy came first and it um, you can learn uh, uh, NumPy and Pandas on uh, Datacamp. Um, I've gone through the three courses on it and um, it's pretty, it's been pretty interesting. Um, and the reason I say it's interesting is there really hasn't, they haven't really created a complete framework yet. Um, there, it looks like they're starting to migrate more towards uh, the set theory that was originally established by the um, database world. Uh, because NumPy is used to analyze, or uh, Pandas is used to analyze large data sets like data lakes and uh, uh, analytics where it can be processing millions of rows and, and possibly even billions because of the increased uh, power of computers and uh, larger uh, memory capabilities. So they're able to handle larger data sets. But uh, so when you go through the course, it it's uh, it gives you kind of an a beginning of, of how to look at uh, handling list, and that's what Python is really good at is is list. And uh, if I were to classify Python as a language, I would say it's a um, programming language for dealing with list. And uh, then pandas uh, evolved from that that uh, pro style of, of thinking to how do you combine list into tabular data so either taking list and uh, um, those lists then combine as columns in a data frame or taking a dictionary and setting up uh, key value pairs and then converting those key value pairs as rows in a data frame. So those, those are two um, interesting applications of, uh, of, of Python as it relates to list. So when you when we look down at uh, uh, NumPy, it is basically a, uh, a library. You import the the NumPy library into your Python, and that gives you the capability to um, apply different functions to list. So for example, you can take uh, and find the mean, which is your average uh, between a, a list of numbers, and or you can find the median, which is the middle point. Or So if you take your numbers and sort them high to low, then uh, look for the middle point, that's your median. You can do a correlation coefficient, looks to see, um, it's kind of a statistical, uh, a statistical technique for seeing if two, uh, two parameters correlate with each other. So it gives you a coefficient uh, relating to the correlation, which that, that could be very helpful in, um, doing maybe some linear type programming 
linear, pro, linear, linear algebra programming where you're looking to see if there's some uh, correlation between some of the variables. Uh, you have standard deviation, which is uh, looking at the, using the mean and seeing how far off the mean uh, you are and uh, using uh, different standard deviation units to measure um, how far off the mean you are. And then that's very important, uh, that variance, because in any type of analysis where you're looking at an average and uh, you're trying to reduce variation, standard deviation is very important. Uh, sum, which is going to count the, the amounts on the list. You have sort. You can sort your array uh, or your list. And uh, then you have column stack. So um, you can take you can take a, a array of numbers, and uh, they're they're just indexed numbers. So you could zero through n, and uh, you can access that array, and you can then zip that array into a list. And lists have the the unique capability of being enumerable, uh, meaning that you can go from uh, one item in the list enumerating over the list. So it could, uh, the list could be um, objects. It doesn't necessarily have to just be numbers. And uh, you could enumerate over a list of objects. And then um, they, they, so you could have list within list. So you could, have, each uh, list then would have an, an index. And then you could get you could uh, access um, the first element in that that list if you wanted by index. Now another important uh, library that you learn right away is um, mat matplotlib, and that that uh, you can now com do comparisons uh, between lists. So you can take two lists and you can plot them as they relate to each other. So for example, you could say year as it relates to population. And uh, so you'd, do, you'd import your library and, and then uh, set it up as an alias, say like a PLT, and then uh, do plt.plot, and then you could take your years and population. And it'll create a, um, it'll create a line graph showing the change in population over years. Um, you can also take and that same data set and you can populate it using uh, a scattergram. And scatter is, is uh, uh, you can set the size of the object or and the color based on um, a, a list value. And so you assign those to the list to um, so, for example, if you wanted the, the size to be changing according to population, then you would assign that to the population list. If you wanted the color to change, uh, you could assign that to um, uh, a color array that uh, gives you a list of different colors. Um, so, you could say something like plot.scatter. And uh, let's say you're tracking uh, 
GDP by life expectancy, then you could then say the size is going to be by population and uh, the color is by um, a color list. You can also take with uh, Matplot, you can also take and uh, take your, create a histogram. What a histogram is, is it, it uh, it's kind of like a uh, triac. It takes and stratifies your data so you can um, break your data into bins, what they call bins. And those are just ranges of numbers. So, um, it helps to see kind of like in generalized terms your distribution of your data and that might be helpful to um, identify some particular types of trends like if you wanted to see um, uh, maybe like race would be a good one uh, where you, you're, you're breaking up uh, how many individuals are in a certain type of race, but maybe you have different groupings, like you want to group certain um, races together into a higher group, um, a higher classification or categorization, then you can you can do that. Uh, so you you along the x-axis, you can set its scale, you can set its label. Along the y-axis, you can set its uh, y-scale, y-label. And those are important because sometimes your data can be have uh, big variations. And, and, uh, and so by using either a logarithmic scale, um, it'll, it'll allow you to see uh, the distortions uh, in, the, in the graph without, uh, 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 without having to exclude those, those uh items that have large variation and then you have a title um, you could also set the y ticks um, and you can set an interval where you can uh, give it a mapping so you give one list uh, that is the numeric value range like a thousand ten thousand hundred thousand and then you can convert that into a mapping to a label like 1k 10k 100k and then once you have that uh, you feed your data in and now the labels on the y side are showing in a more readable form um, the values so you you can see 1k 10k and 100k I do like the scattergram because um, it just takes raw data, you, you put it in the plot, and then uh, you can overlay uh, the plot or the scatter with, with a plot and uh, get, uh, you, could put in, you could put in your prediction. For example, if you were running a linear regression, you could put in your, your, your prediction classifier, feed the test data into it, and uh, then plot the actual prediction. So that, that's very helpful for visualizing what the uh, machine learning is predicting and or, or uh, your classifier is predicting. Okay, so um, NumPy has a function called array and uh, array is 
um, can take a list and it can convert it to an array. So once you have your um, your list, you can go to between arrays and then you can go use the zip function and list function to go from arrays to list. So uh, that that that's a nice feature if you're working in arrays. Uh, you're doing some calculations where you're accumulating things in arrays and then you want to move to lists to do some plotting then um, you use the numpy.array now one of the important features that you learn right away is how to do subquerying and um, so there's a, a universal pattern that you need to remember it's a bracket bracket uh, left and bracket bracket right so what that's saying is uh, that you have you have on the outer bracket um, you have your list and on the inner bracket is your subquery so you could then um, specify which uh, columns for example you want um, to display or to sign in a in a list by going uh, bracket bracket and then um, specifying the columns that you want column one column two column three and then uh, close bracket close bracket so that creates a subquery um, now the you can use colon in the uh, query itself uh, for example like if you have uh, a list that represents your histogram and uh, and you have values and you want to get all rows and the first column then you would say um, hist1 colon comma uh, zero and that would that would give you your zero column or so it's a zero based column index and so if you want the second column you would say colon comma one and if you want the third column it would be colon comma two. So say like you had the gender in column two, then it'd be colon comma one. If you wanted the race and it's in column three, then you would say hist colon comma two. Um, and then once you have your uh, list, you can enumerate through the list using a four command so you say for chord in a list of coordinates and uh, you can then access um, each one of the elements in that list data frames were kind of like a unique way of now taking lists and grouping them together so just as i've said before you can take a data frame uh, a list is representing multiple data frames and or yeah a multiple list and where each list represents a column, and you can then move that in uh, as a data frame. And uh, the way you do that is you use pandas, and pandas is really, uh, you use NumPy occasionally when needed, but for the most part, when you're working with data, uh, you're gonna be in pandas. And pandas has high level, um, uh, we call it. Um, they have uh, they have different uh, um, 
fluent, I guess you would say fluent API calls on the Panda fr Pandas framework that you can use that allow you to do different manipulations. And so, for example, if uh, you wanted to take all of the uh, not a number in your data frame and set that to zero, then you would say um, you could give your you could create your data frame uh, using from a dictionary. So you could say panda, which would be import your panda library and set it aliased as pd. So you say pd dot data frame. And then you pass in your dictionary. Your dictionary is started with curly braces and it has key value pairs. The value can be a single value or it can be a list. So you could, and the list would start always with a bracket and end with a bracket. So you could say like dictionary, uh, country is your key and your value might be a list, uh, Brazil and Russia. Population might be your key, its values might be 200 and 400 and uh, 143. Uh, then you could then create a, a data frame using pandas, so pandas.dataframe, pass in your dictionary value, uh, or you can uh, import your uh, uh, data from a CSV file, which is a CSV is going to be have rows and columns where your columns, uh, your first row is going to be the labels for your your columns, and uh, it will import in, and those uh, labels then become columns in your data frame. So you the way you would do that is uh, you'd have your pandas dot read underscore csv, give it the file name and path. Uh, you have a, a parameter called index underscore calls, C-O-L-S, and you can then specify if uh, what the index, column index is for your index of your data frame. And that's going to be used as a, as a key. Um, so you have data frames have columns, they have keys, and, um, and so you, you want, by saying index columns equals zero, you're telling it that the index column is on zero. Okay, so um, you can go from between data frames and lists uh, very simply. You could you can take a, a data frame column and you can convert that into a list. Um, you can also go the other way around and take uh, one or more list and concatenate them into a data frame. Um, and then by setting the access to columns, um, the concatenation then will make each list a column in the data frame. Okay, so now going from a data frame to a list or a, or a series, the way you would do that is you would say your data frame name like cost, let's say for example, and then the column name, which would be uh, say miles, and then you have an extension API uh, to list that can be used to convert that over into a list.